Welcome to the Evo GK Podcast. Evo GK Podcast. What a save! We bring you the highs and the lows and lessons learned as we talk everything goalkeeping with some of the best in the business. For your ultimate goalkeeping fix, this is the podcast for you. With your hosts, James Howarth and Dominic Bilet. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the final episode of the series. Dominic, it's very, very sad times, but how are you keeping? It's emotional. It's emotional. Um, I'm very happy uh, with the season. We hope everyone listening at home has enjoyed this season. Um, and, and, you know, is it going to be a season two, James? Can we, can we well, have a big reveal? Well, we, we hope so. You know, we can't obviously right, confirm yeah. dates, but there will, there will be... Um, we're very hopeful of being a second series um, and we'll have more fantastic guests on as well. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, over 500 downloads as well. I've got to drop that in there, Dominic. Just drop that in there, yeah. Over, over 500 downloads um, so far and obviously that will continue as we, as we go along, obviously off air um, and obviously that will continue. Thank you very much for everyone that's listening and we we'll hope that goalkeepers have got a voice. I, I, I'm coming in as a, as a non-goalkeeper, as a, as a, as a manager and, and someone who isn't... Is, looking at outfield and has a goalkeeper coach to look after the goalkeepers for me. And it's great to see the community. I spoke about it in, in, with the guests previously. It's great to see like the goalkeeper community. And, um, and you know, goalkeeper can be a very lonely position, especially if you're out there at a club where you might only be the, you might be the only goalkeeper. You might not have a goalkeeper coach. It's a very lonely position. And if you can come listen to the goalkeepers, listen to the people from all sorts of different levels of the game, and experiences then hopefully you know it's a, it's a little community uh, voice yeah, no, 100%. And we've had some fantastic guests on, yeah. you know, vast variety of coaches and obviously Carl on today as well, who's a top oh, professional oh, in the Premier League. Away. Your I'm excited about this one. Everyone will be uh, listening at home knowing that I'm a big Newcastle fan. <laughs> so I'm going to try and keep my calm and just get yeah. the questions out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Carl's a, a top guy, obviously, you know, absolutely. a true professional and uh, we really look forward to speaking to, speaking to him. But before we, we speak to Carl, uh, we'd like to mention our... Very, very special main sponsors. The glorious there sponsors. Yeah, I love them. I still haven't been brave enough to sing a jingle for them. I'm pretty sure they would want that. Yeah, it's uh, Driven Marketing Services, and they're always happy to help businesses market other businesses. So, Dominic, the final episode, let's go speak to Carl. Oh, here we go. Let's go see Carl. Carl, welcome to the podcast. How's the season been for you at Newcastle? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, obviously, it's been a, a bit strange towards the end of the season, um, but glad to get it over the line and get it finished uh, after everything that's going on with the pandemic. And I think uh, as a club, we we did well. I think um, maybe a few more points towards the end of the season um, wouldn't have hurt, but we, 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 we've, we've done well. We've achieved a good amount of points again. Um, and obviously, staying in the Premier League is a massive thing at the minute. Um, every club... Um, outside probably the top six is aiming to stay in the top six and stay out of relegation which is uh, which is a big plus and hopefully we can build on it next season and uh, continue progressing we've obviously only been back in the Premier League a few years now so it's uh, it's, it's hopefully onwards and upwards yep. 100% and, and Carl there's a, there's a lot of Newcastle fans obviously that will be that'll be listening to you OGK being based in the North East and I myself, as I said, massive Newcastle fan. So the one thing that 
for play, for people like me who will never get to walk out to St. James Park as a player, what's that feeling like and, and how does that compare to other grounds? Yeah, it's a massive difference. I think uh, the first time I did it was um, unbelievable. Obviously, you've got uh, 52,000 screaming Geordies that uh, support the club and the whole city's a massive footballing uh, footballing city. So uh, to be able to walk out there and, um, and and do your work in front of uh, such passionate fans is obviously uh, amazing. And I think I think the way that um, they do support the club really does does help the team. So it's um, looking forward to everyone getting back and to everyone um, getting past this pandemic and, and getting them back in the stadiums and hopefully uh, everyone will be packing the stand out, stands out again when we're back in it and back at it. So um, the first time really was um, a little bit overwhelming, but then once, you, once you're once you out there, it's, it's get get down to business and enjoy it and, uh, and try and do the fans proud. What's that like for you, Carl, as well as a professional, obviously to play in front of that many people pressure-wise? Um, is, is that a huge pressure? Because I, well, I speak to a lot of goalkeepers with it that, at that level and what they always tell me is it's just noise. The, mm. the, the, the lower you go, it's yeah, yeah. more. Um, where yeah, I agree. At that yeah. level, it's kind of just the noise, but obviously the pressure situation, what is that like? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think when I was playing at Newport, when I went on alone, I know I was, I was, I was younger, but you're playing in front of 1,000, 1,500 uh, 1, fans, which is... A completely different experience where you can hear every single person's um, words or um, abuse, if you like, towards towards you. Whereas you, you got fifty two thousand or forty fifty thousand, like I say, it's it's more noise and more of a more of a blur. Obviously, when you're playing away away games and you hear the fans cheering on their home team, it's a it's a bit more pressurised when people are coming towards you. Um, but it's. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's completely different. I think the, the further you go up, and the, the more the more fans you play in front of, is completely different experience to obviously where I started and um, playing in front of uh, crowds of, of not many. So, Carl, you're saying the people fifty rows up at St James's Park, you haven't heard their technical advice that they've been shouting. <laughs> 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 no, they're probably shouting a fair few things at me. I can imagine, but some of it might have helped, but. Um, no, no, I've not, I've not been able to to hear all the criticism that comes my way from the <laughs> from the fans behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the occasion, maybe maybe a bit of support. Yeah, uh, well, let uh, them know that the advice that they give that technical professional knowledge is not getting through. Yeah, yet, but but no, obviously go, going into that same sort of thing, I think when um, obviously got uh, the, a chant that is when I, when I play, the fans get into and. That that is quite inspiring and quite a big confidence boost when when you hear that amount of fans chanting your name and getting behind you. That again um, makes you feel ten foot tall. If you like, it's 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 amazing, amazing some sort of boost that the fans and the the impact that the fans can have. Um, I think you probably see that from results as well that's happened in this pandemic since we came back. Um, not everything's been as easy. Uh, for the home sides as maybe what it might have been before and you've seen a, a couple of different results that might not have happened with the fans so um, they do make a massive impact it's amazing to hear that you know professional of your level the fans still have an impact on, on what you do even though that's your job day in day out and you go on the pitch and, and they still have an impact so flip side of that then Obviously, we know St. James Park is, is the best ground to be at, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, without a doubt. <laughs> um, what, what, what's the 
what's the most, maybe not intimidating, but what's the most atmosphere you've been at, at other grounds that you thought, whoa, and, and, it, and their fans are turned uh, on? Apart from the stadium of light. Uh, I'm not uh, I played I'm not sure I've played at the stadium like you know not I don't think I have yeah. well that, that's a Sullen fan coming out of me that one <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I think probably sure Anfield obviously was is a big one I think uh, playing at Anfield was yeah uh, a massive achievement for myself I think and actually being there and uh, witnessing the fans the home fans especially um, before they've even become what they have this season um, the other ones you probably think of are uh, um, Millwall away Millwall away can get mm-hmm. quite um, quite aggressive if you like and then yeah. probably probably the big older stadiums like Sheffield Wednesdays uh, Leeds United places like that I think um, you, you get the real die hard sort of fans that come out and, and support the teams week in week out so them sort of places are um, quite special I think still now with, with the old grounds I always enjoy going back to the old grounds and seeing um, um, I don't know what I don't know how to say it really. Uh, just just experiencing what they've come through, and you can you can almost feel the history in these places. Yeah. Even well, Nottingham Forest playing Nottingham Forest for so many years. That's another one that they're just they're just great stadiums to go back and play at, and um, and yeah, they're, they're great experiences. Yeah, I definitely agree. You, some, sometimes with the older ground, you know, I know I've seen. Tottenham's ground has looked all new and modern and fantastic but there is something about the older grounds where they've got that character that yeah, maybe yeah. new grounds don't have yeah definitely yeah I definitely agree I think uh, you, like I said feel, you feel the history whereas sometimes that gets taken away a little bit with some of the new stadiums but um, no definitely it's, it's brilliant uh, so Carl um, Rafa Benitez is obviously a, a massive name for all, all Newcastle fans what what was and, and, and fans of various clubs and he's massive in Liverpool as well what was your time like working with Rafa Benitez? Um, it was very good. Obviously, uh, tactically, he was uh, he was massive on tactics. Um, some sessions were hours hours on end of just um, defensive routines and 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 sorting out where people are going to go and what 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 positions people were playing in terms of who we were playing. We were very much setting up against who we were playing against. So um, he went into great detail and he knew exactly who we were playing against or exactly how he wanted to set up and he was very good at that tactically on, on corners and different bits and pieces I think um, our defensive record like under him we, we never really took a, a big a big loss rarely I can't remember us ever getting beat uh, four or five nil so he was, um, he was he was good at that part and obviously yeah, like you say he was a massive boost for Newcastle when he came in because everyone knows him as a, a great manager that's achieved great things so um he was he was good and um, yeah, but we're, we're, again now I think um, I, I really like Steve Bruce as well. So he's, I think we've gone from uh, Rafa to, to Steve Bruce is completely different. Obviously, he's more of an English way, um, but again I think he's, he's done a great job this season and um, hopefully we can push on with him and, and carry on doing well. Yeah, I was just about to say that as well, Carl, because I think it was a it was a big loss for everybody within the club when obviously Rafa went but as soon as Steve Bruce came in I looked at him and thought I think he's going to do a really good job for the club um he, yeah, he tends to he tends to do a really good job wherever he goes I know he did obviously speaking as a Sunderland follower he did he did a fantastic job at Sunderland I think he got us highest in the table that we've been in many years yeah um you know I think he probably's got sacked a little bit too early same with probably Martin O'Neill and, and a couple of a couple of other people um but yeah. everywhere he seems to go he always does a really good job for the club and 
it's great to see him doing really well. He's, I think he's, he's proved a lot of critics wrong as well yeah. because because I, not his fault, but I think there was such a buzz at the time of Rafa Benitez, and when he left, there was a little bit of like deflation, and then and I think you know to come in. And I think him being like that, being his dream job and stuff, and he's went with that. I think that's and you know we're still yeah, massively. I think you have to, yeah, like you say, you have to remember when he came in, Rafa had just left, so the whole club yeah. was on a on a low. Yeah, especially the fans, everyone was um, yeah. not pleased. And he's come in and, and done a really good job. And like I say, he's he's um, yeah, really, I can't say too much, but I think he's doing yeah. really well. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. And, and Carl, also, you work alongside Simon Smith. Um, what was it like working with Simon day in, day out? Yeah, Simon's been brilliant with me. Obviously, um, I've been here now five, six years and working every day with him. Um, I think he's brought me on as a goalkeeper. I think um, I'm probably a bit more solid now, whereas um, when I first started off, I was maybe a bit more raw. He's, he's, um, he's tightened me up a little bit, I think, especially... Um, like catching every day is handling, handling, handling. So we're, we're um, anything in and around me, I feel like um, very good. I feel like he's, he's really tightened me up in that aspect, which I probably didn't have. I was probably more of a raw shot stopping goalkeeper when I first came up here, mm-hmm. um, which obviously you need. But I think um, like crosses and, and bits and pieces, um, he's, he's, he's done a great job and I, I enjoy working with him. I think we've got a great group at the minute and um Hopefully we carry on as, as we are and, and keep going. Yeah, Simon's one of the good guys in goalkeeping as well, isn't he? He's, uh, I know he came into our residential camp about three years ago now. Um, and yeah, he came yeah. in for a session and he just has that sort of presence about him and the kids were just in awe of him. You know, the, yeah, yeah. he presented in a session and he just, I've never seen the kids so quiet. They just sat and just watched a session for about half an hour as he, as he worked and his technical information was just, so detailed and, and, and really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's yeah, technically brilliant. I think uh, you, you don't become that well-respected throughout the yeah. uh, footballing world without being a good coach. So yeah. um, I think that speaks highly enough of him, um, just the respect that he has throughout um, goalkeeping yeah. um, to, to say where he is and, and, and how good he is. Yeah, what's um, Dubravka like working with as well, Carl? Obviously, I know he's. Um, um, you've got two fantastic goalkeepers in yourself, and, and yeah. Well, what's it like working with him day in day out? Me and Martin get on really well. Um, we 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 train hard. We we're both very similar. I'd say. I think mm-hmm. um, obviously he's he's been brilliant. He's got player of the season this year, um, which is credit to him. I think he's he's. Um, since he came over, he's, he's been almost faultless um, as, as far as faultless can go for a goalkeeper, if you like. So um, his work ethic and training is brilliant and um, I can't really sing his praises more than, than what I am. Yeah. How much does it help when you're in a group of goalkeepers who actually are pushing each other but positive towards each other and it's not that nastiness because obviously only only one can get selected. How, how much does that make a difference? Yeah, no, I think... Uh, I don't know. I can, I, I, that would frustrate me to death if I, if I had people that were talking behind my back or trying to trying to push you out of the team cause to get in for themselves I think yeah. he's got the gloves and he's playing if he's playing well he keeps the gloves so I'm not going to go behind his back and try and push him out I mean yeah. if he has a bad patch yeah I'll be ready to come in and play but I think that's a respect that has to go through without uh, go throughout goalkeeping I think we know we know the business there's only one place um, up for grabs and if you're doing well you should keep the shirt and I'd expect the same to be uh, for me if I was playing and I was doing well I wouldn't expect to 
to be just pushed out. So I think it's good. It's good to have a good group and be positive. And obviously we're there every day, aren't we? So you have to try and enjoy, you have to enjoy your work and enjoy the people that you're playing with and working with. So um, it's a good environment. You've got a great group there as well. Obviously not, uh, we haven't mentioned obviously Rob, um, yeah, yeah. Harker, obviously Freddie. Freddie's out on loan at the moment, though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, Freddie will be coming back. Freddie's been at Swansea for the season, so he'll be coming yeah. back. We start back next week, so um, oh. Freddie will be back, and then Mark Gillespie as well has come come in. Yeah. So um, we'll have a good group again, um, uh, starting off pre-season, and um, see see how we start uh, yeah. next season. Exciting times. Um, so we're just going to move on to fan questions, Carl. Uh, thank you, everyone who's wrote in. We're going to try and get through as many as we possibly can. Um, okay, so the first one is from Ethan Taylor in Newcastle, um, asking, what is the professional life like, Carl? Um, well, I haven't spoken to you guys just before the podcast started. <laughs> so, uh, a bit of golf here and there. Obviously, I've been playing golf this morning, so... Um, but. More than that is um, there's a lot of rest. Is keeping yourself right and, and learning when to um, do do things that you want to do if you like, and, and go away and have holidays. And um, a lot of it is um, being professional and a, a lot of sacrifices when I was younger. Um, but then obviously you get you get through to this stage and you enjoy going to work, coming home. Uh, seeing family and, and doing bits and pieces, so it's it's it's, it's fairly normal, I'd say. It's not we're not we're not complete uh, aliens to the rest of the world. I think um, we we get sometimes a bad rap in the media, but there's a lot of there's a high spotlight on uh, footballers, and sometimes young men get caught out doing things they shouldn't be. But every young man's probably done it, so it's uh, it's just one of them, isn't it? It's 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 just it's just learning when to do things and and uh, being professional throughout. And, making sure you're right to go into training each day and making sure you're ready to, to play the matches when, the, when they come and make sure you're rested and eating well. Yeah, and I think on top of that as well, Carl, um, you know, I've always said to people when people ask me, what's it like sort of working with guys at your level and, you know, Eric Steele and people like that. And I've only ever got positive things to say. You know, you came into our coaching day and we mentioned this on the intro, you, you know, you, you stayed all afternoon. You know, you didn't yeah, need to yeah. do that. You were all <laughs> there all afternoon. Fantastic right winger. Fantastic yeah, absolutely right winger brilliant. Goal, oh, great left foot as well. I, I think there's a position. I think there's a <laughs> should have been down there. You might have been <laughs> double checking your My position. Right, right leg's still not recovered from that. Day, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I... 80 balls in on that one. <laughs> but no, I can yeah, only ever fun. say good things about guys at your level. You know, you're, you're so humble. And, and uh, like I say, you know, when you came down to coaching day, it was absolutely fantastic of you as well. So, Cheers. No, I appreciate it. I really enjoyed that day. It was really good. And it was good to see so many young kids so enthusiastic about goalkeeping. I think um, them sort of days and them coaching days are brilliant for the young the young kids because obviously they're getting professional feedback from great coaches. And um, like I say, if you can get one or two lads that are professionals at, um, at the same time to come down, yeah. it's, uh, it's a great experience for the kids and um, hopefully they will enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll move on to the next question. Uh, this one's from London, from Patrick Gallagher. Uh, being a top goalkeeper, how do you prepare through the week knowing that you might not play on a Saturday? If I'm honest, exactly the same um, as if I was going to play. There's no point in turning up to a game not being prepared. I think, um, obviously, when I get there, I work hard in the warm-up and make sure that I've done enough so that if I have to come on in the first minute that I'm ready. Um, but that's that's what goes with the job. I think obviously you're disappointed not to be playing, but it's still 
the fact that if you have to come on, you want to do yourself, um, you don't want to self, do yourself a disservice if you like. You want to be, you want to be there and, and ready to take the opportunity if it comes, and you don't know whether that might be the first game of next season or it might be the last game of next season. So um, you, you don't pick pick and choose where you come on. Uh, when you come on and uh, you need to be right all through the week and, and make sure that you're doing the right thing so um, yeah just staying professional and, and, and keep it, keeping keeping my head and making sure that I'm positive with everything I do Fantastic thanks for that question Patrick uh, this one's from Chris Walkup in Bishop Auckland uh, he wants to know apart from the opportunity to play in the Premier League what reasons would you say persuaded you to sign for Newcastle United back in 2014 um, and did the way our fans take to court heroes such as Shea Given, Pavel Shernacek, uh, Steve Harbour play any role in your decision? Uh, I think, well, Newcastle's always had very good goalkeepers, so it was a, it was a place that um, I hoped that I could come in and, and, and try and achieve the same sorts of things that these people have done in the past, but you can't shy away from the fact that it was a Premier League club, and that's that's one of the main reasons that I wanted that's an, uh, an aspiration of any young professional coming through. I think wanting to play in the Premier League, and um, that 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 would have been the main reason, if I'm completely honest. Knowing that a Premier League club coming in and and trying to prove myself and um, do well in one of the best leagues in the world. So, um, but like I say them them keepers that you just named are all top keepers and. Um, you never know. Hopefully, one day that my name might be on that list. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So, what? What? You know, when it, obviously the Premier League being the top, in my opinion, the top league in the world. What's yeah. the difference between? What's the main difference? Because people, we've we've had a chat with various guests about different leagues and the different challenges. Like when we went down to the Championship, we thought that would be a different um, challenge. What? What's the main difference? Is it? Is it the speed? Is it the professionalism? Yeah. What, what is it? Speed and tempo, I think, around the box. The strikers finishing the one-touch play. Um, the crosses that come in have got more pace and whip on them. From a goalkeeping point of view, um, yeah. they're the big differences that I saw um, coming from the Championship to the Premier League. But then Championship throws up its own different challenges in terms of being more physical, balls coming on top of you, with challenges flying in. And um, obviously the 46 games in the season's a, a tough grind I think um, get, if you get through championship seasons you feel like you're ready for a good old rest because honestly they, <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are tough seasons so um, but I think more mentally and staying switched on in, in the Premier League in, in and around the box I mean you play Man City teams like Man City when we played Man City in the FA Cup I was just men, mentally just shattered afterwards because they spend most of the time in and around your box and they can shoot at any point they're, they're 15 to 20 15 to 30 yards out so you never know when someone might pull the trigger um, so staying switched on and the tempo and, and what they how they move the ball and what they do is just incredible um, yeah yeah that's what I'd say yeah, absolutely fantastic well thank you everyone for sending in your questions for Carl um, so uh, another thing for all the young goalkeepers out there who, who want to play at Carl's level um Carl, have you got any advice that you would give to them uh, preparing to play on the weekend for their grassroots teams and, and, and looking at you and wanting to be where you are? Yeah, definitely. I think the um, main, main things are always trying to improve or never think that you, you, you're there or that you think you're going to be there because there's always someone trying to, trying to knock you off or trying to do better. So stay hungry and make sure that um, you stay positive with everything you do. 
um, they're the big things for me. I always try and stay positive and always try and improve myself. So um, I think I think they're the, they're the two big things that I'd say. And um, obviously enjoy it. I think if you're a young kid and you're playing in goal, just just have fun, enjoy the game, and and see where it gets you. So, um, but yeah, they're the things I'd say um, advice wise. Absolutely great advice. Well, Carl, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. Thanks for thanks for taking thanks. the time away from 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 golf. I hope, I hope <laughs> tomorrow's a bit better than, than what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I'll uh, I might score a few points tomorrow. Today, today, was, today was not a good day. We go again. See, P- positive attitude. So absolutely, even in golf. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, Carl, th- thanks again. Uh, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Cheers, appreciate it. Thanks, thanks very so much. much. Carl. Thank you, no problem. Cheers. Uh, James, obviously the last one. Uh, that's that's a wrap. And it was a Newcastle player. And I, and I didn't yeah. get too giddy that it was, it was a Newcastle player. Uh, yeah. Thank you everyone for, for sending sending in throughout the, the season all of your questions for the great guests. Um, and many more to come in season two James yeah no absolutely so we're looking forward to that with like you said many many more great guests and obviously it was fantastic having Carl on his insight you know with a, with a goalkeeper within that level so thank you again Carl and uh, we look forward to seeing our listeners again brilliant brilliant thank you everyone we'll catch you later what a day thank you for listening to the Evo GK podcast with your host, James Howarth and Dominic Bylet. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Evolve with Evolution.